This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you get a, if you were on that computer 15 minutes ago, you could take the day off. Smart man. It means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go, listen to Ron Borges. Our next guest is also a smart man. That's James Harrison. He's one of the most extraordinary success stories in NFL history. Undrafted out of Kent State, 2002, James was cut four times by NFL teams, three by Pittsburgh, once by Baltimore, before emerging as one of the league's biggest and best defensive stars. James not only has been a fixture, an outside linebacker on a Pittsburgh defense has gone to three Super Bowls. He set a Super Bowl record with a 100-yard interception return in one of them. He's been voted to five Pro Bowls, was the NFL's Defensive Player of the Year in 2008, holds the Steelers' all-time sack record, and now, at the age of 39, is entering his 15th NFL season in 2017. And, and more importantly, his first interview with us. Hey, James, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, first off, James, who's the greatest athlete ever produced by the city uh, of Akron, yourself or LeBron James? On that <laughs> question, I'm going to have to say athlete requires more than one sport. So I couldn't say it was him, and I couldn't say it was me. So if you say who's the best basketball player to ever come out of Akron, I would definitely have to say LeBron James. <laughs> if you were to say who's the best football player to come out of Akron, I would have to sit back and see who else has played out of Akron. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> football, I'd say you. I'd say you, I'd be, too. That's a pretty good start. would be pretty safe. Okay. Well, James, yeah, NFL players – <laughs> I wouldn't argue with Ron either. As you know, NFL players really don't last usually until the age of 39, unless you're uh, Tom Brady, I guess. But uh, especially those who play such a physical brand of football as you do. What do you attribute your longevity to? What's the secret? Prayer. Lots of prayer. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm highly, uh, highly favored, and uh, I'm, I'm really blessed, um, you know, just to be able to do what I do. And, uh, you know, along with that, um, I, do a, I do a little something to try and aid along the way. You know, I prepare myself, you know, to, uh, to go out there and, and take advantage of that. Um, like Coach LeBeau, you know, always, you know, has always told me, he said, I want you to go out there and, and I want you to play and prepare yourself as if everything depends on you, but I want you to pray as if everything depends on God. And with those two things, you can't go wrong. In what ways, if any, are you a better player today at 39 than, say, you were at 25 or so? Uh, are you a lot smarter football player? A lot smarter, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, you know, each year, uh, you know, you got to come in and, and prove all the naysayers wrong. Um, you know, the older you get, you know, the more doubts they have. And uh, the older you get, it's not like you're going to get any faster. Um, I've been blessed to actually be able to get stronger, though. So um, I think my strength is something that has really helped me, you know, over the course of time that has actually gotten better along with my knowledge. Well, James, and, and we're speaking with Pittsburgh linebacker James Harrison on the Talk of Fame Network. But, James, at, at this point of your career, haven't you proven everyone wrong? I mean, what's there left to prove? You've been to Super Bowls. You've been an NFL Defensive Player of the Year. What's left to prove in your career? I'm 39 years old, and I'm out here playing football. Um you know, that's something, like you said, that, that, that doesn't happen, especially at my position. I want to prove people wrong that, you know, it can happen and you can go out there and, and be successful at doing it. I'm wondering, I've been around pro football for longer than I want to admit, I don't know, 45 years. I've seen a lot of players and sort of developed a kind of belief that in a lot of ways, unless you have a major injury that just changes everything, in a lot of ways the players 
mind tends to go before his abilities. He loses interest in preparation, like you talked about, those kind of things. How have you sort of been able to continue to prepare yourself you know, week after week, watching films of teams you've seen 50 times before and players you've seen many, many times before and kept convincing yourself that, no, I need to go in and do this again. I, like I said, I, I do the I do the same thing I did when I, you know, I eventually made the squad like my uh, my second my second or third year in. I sit there and I go through each defense and I get my alignment assignment. I, I you know, I actually sit there and study, like really study. I break out flashcards. I, you know, I do all that. I do all the stuff that I did, you know, 15 years ago. I still do that to this day. Um, once we start OTAs, I'm back in the book. Um, you know, every night I'm in my book two, three hours a night. Even though I know the defense, I'm still trying to understand and learn what everybody is doing so that way I can better help myself and help the defense be better. What is it about, if I could, What what is it about the game? Obviously you have a fascination with the game itself, the playing of the game, understanding of the game. What is it about football that has grabbed you and held you for so long? Competition. I, I, I love to compete. Um I want to go out there and, and and try and enforce my will on someone. Um, I want them to uh, do what it is that you know they don't want to do, and I want to accomplish my job over them accomplishing theirs. You know, it's uh, it's just a competitive nature, I guess, and I, I love to compete. We're speaking with Pittsburgh linebacker James Harrison on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at at talkoffamenet. And James, as I mentioned uh, earlier in the introduction, you were cut four times, uh, three times by the Steelers and once by the Ravens. I'm just wondering, uh, did there ever come a point in, in your life or your career when you thought, you know what, might be time to move on, might be time to move on with my life? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the it was the last time that I got cut by uh, I got cut by the Ravens. I did NFL Europe. They sent me to NFL Europe. I did that. I uh, came back. I was there for like maybe, couldn't have been no more than maybe a week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I practiced maybe one or two times, and they ended up releasing me because they needed to pick up a tight end. Funny story. The tight end they picked up is a guy that I played with in uh, NFL Europe, Daniel Wilcox. So, you know, he oh, yeah. calls me excited. Uh, he's like, hey, man, I'm going to see you in Baltimore. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, they just picked me up. And I said, well, they just released me to pick you up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Do, so do you remind up. the Ravens every time you face them that uh, this is what you missed, guys? <laughs> no, no. It's, they, they didn't get a chance to really see me do anything. I, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't get an opportunity to even really practice with them, you know, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, like I said, once I, you know, I got to that, that point where they had released me, I'm like, you know what, you know, if I don't get picked up by anybody – and I'm going to go ahead and, and just get a regular job like everybody else. And, you know, it was like maybe a week or two before training camp started. Clark Higgins broke his hand, and uh, they gave me the opportunity that I needed. And to be honest with you, I wasn't even thinking about, you know, playing for Pittsburgh. I was going out there to audition for 31 other teams because, you know, I've been there three four times, and they released me all up. So um, my mindset going in was that, you know, i got to go out here and play the best I can play. So that's when I actually, you know, I sat down. I took the time to be a professional. I started studying, uh, learning the plays. Um, you know, I learned how to play right outside, left outside, Mac and Buck. That's both inside positions. So I would go from one quarter playing right, next quarter playing left, the other quarter playing Mac, the next quarter playing Buck. You know, and I, I made myself, uh, you know, learn everything so that even though I felt like I wasn't going to make it with them, I felt like it gave me a better opportunity for 31 other teams that was looking at that film to, you know, 
have a chance at seeing me play my, at my best. When that moment came and you made the team, do you remember you know, what your reaction was? Were you elated? There was, was no reaction, to be honest with you, man, because I made <laughs> the team in, you know, in 2003 on, on Monday. Um, you know, we practiced Monday. I made the team. You know, you're off on Tuesday. Came in Wednesday, practiced, and they released me that day. So it was just, okay, I made it this day. You know, and it was the next day was all right. I finished that day. I got home. I made it that day. I'm living day to day. Wow. So, James, let's say you've, you had a brief stay with the Ravens. I mean, sort of a stay. But you also spent a season with the Cincinnati Bengals. So you played with everyone in the AFC North except Cleveland. Now, we've had players on here, Heinz Ward, for instance, from the Steelers, who tell us, how much they they hate the Ravens, and we've had players from the Ravens, Ray Lewis, for instance, tell us how much they hate the Steelers. You've seen the rivalries from three sides now. What makes that division so ultra competitive? It's a it's a genuine dislike for each other, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but you know, at the end of it, it's 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 a respect for each other because of the game that we play. Um, but you know, like I said, when we're out there, it's it's a genuine. You know, guys truly don't like other guys, and uh, you know. When you when you get that going, you you want to try and do your best to you know to dominate that person. Other than Ben Roethlisberger, if you had to pick one quarterback for your team, so in other words, the guy maybe you respect the most or the guy who's giving you the most trouble, you have one quarterback to pick for your say pickup team right now. Who would it be? I hate to say it too. That damn Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame you. <laughs> can't blame can't you. Blame can't you. go wrong there. You cannot blame you. But, uh, but I know what how you it, feel. <laughs> what is it about Brady that you admire or respect or uh, just like? I mean, he has a great understanding of, of the game. You know, he reads it, he sees it, he knows where, where the ball needs to go. And, uh, you know, he does a good job of getting the ball there. He does a great job of getting the ball there. You know, like I said, if I can't have Ben, uh, that would be my only other choice. James, thanks so much for stopping by. Uh, good luck with the season, and best of luck with the rest of your career. I just wonder, you, are you going to plan on playing till you're 50? <laughs> you're going to make it till 40. How about 50? No, <laughs> no. No, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think I want to play till forty. You know, I, I, I really do. You know, want to play till. I mean, till fifty. I, I really do want to play till I'm till I'm forty. Um, right. Maybe try and try and get to forty-one. Try and push it a little bit. But uh, yeah, fifty is definitely not a number that I, I would be looking forward to. Plus, well, I just told my son that you know I would let him play a little bit of contact football, and uh, I'm gonna have to hold up to that in the next year or two so oh, good yeah I was one you know that's an interesting question that you raised do you a lot of players have reservations about that about allowing their their sons to to play because you know I, what I'm it not, is i'm not gonna lie and say that i'm i'm all in for it um but if if he wants to play i'm definitely not going to take it from him mm-hmm. um, you know uh it, it football is treating me very very good um you know it's it's uh things that come along with it, you know, along the lines of assumption of risk. Um, you know, it's certain risks that come with certain certain uh, job uh, titles. You know, police officers go out there, they protect people. They hope they get home every night, but some some don't make it. Um, you know, I go out there, I play football. I hope uh, nothing goes wrong later in life, but, um, you know, some guys ha- have issues. Um, you know, I do everything that I can as far as taking care of my body and, and uh, doing, uh, you know, uh, things that are going to hopefully help me to uh, not have those issues. But, um, you know, that's that's the uh, luck of the draw, so to speak. Hey, James, thanks so much for stopping by with us, as I said, and uh, best of luck with the season. Thank you.
That was Pittsburgh linebacker and Asia star James Harrison. Whew, man, he's 39. Wow. Keeps on going. Now it's time to hear from a couple of other Asia stars. That would be our Rick Oslin and Ron Borges. They're coming up next. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. <laughs> 